Hello, everyone, and welcome to Western Conference Tuesday Takeover. Today, we are talking about the San Jose Sharks, Kale McCarr, and a little bit of trade talk because who doesn't love some rumors and speculation here on today's episode of Locked On NHL. Your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tuesday edition of Locked on NHL. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto of Locked on Calgary Flames, with my counterpart, Brett Holden of Locked on Oilers. Brett, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm not too bad. Canada plays their first World Cup game in, since 1986 tomorrow, so I got the hometown hero, Alfonso Davies, over my shoulder. I mean, Edmonton's in a little bit of a World Cup spirit, but we're we're all uh, ready for some hockey as well. I love it. You know, we're <laughs> all uh, very big fans of multi-sport <laughs> Uh, content creators and Brett is one of those people so make sure you check out his content on uh, I'm sure you can find it on on his Twitter Um, and of course thank you all for tuning into Lockdown NHL today make sure you're subscribed to us wherever you get your podcasts and of course uh, YouTube as well so we can keep this conversation going you know the comment section is a great resource for us to engage with y'all and for y'all to engage with us. Well, today when I was researching for today's storylines and whatnot, you know, step out of the Alberta, you know, uh, bubble, if you will, I, I see Eric Carlson's name is in the news again. Well, what did he do this time? And they, there was a story about how, like, a roundtable discussion about how, you know, is he going to reach 100 points? Right now, Eric Carlson has 29 points, tied for third behind McDavid and Dreisaitl. And the next defenseman on this list is Adam Fox mm. with 21. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Yeah. But I... I am blown away at this resurgence of Eric Carlson. Yeah. I don't don't understand where it has come from. I mean, he's what, 33 years old right now? 32, 33. And he... It's come out of nowhere. Last season wasn't exactly fantastic for him, or at least... In numbers wise, he's not playing on a great team, right? But yet he's still overshadowing everybody. This is a team that all around is not fantastic, doesn't have great depth. Is that a reason why he's leading this team to much more where he's getting a little more starring time? Maybe, but I I can't tell whether or not this is he's a little too hot right now and he'll fizzle out. I'm sure he will fizzle out, but just how hard will the fizzling out be is really where I, I sit here and go, ah, I'm not, 
I don't know if I'm sold yet on, on Eric Carlson. And we talked very highly of him just in our most recent episode, if I'm not mistaken. And it's just, I can't tell now whether or not if it's sustainable, really. Yeah. Do you want to hear some stats from his game last night? Please. So this was just his second period. He had seven shifts um, at about one minute and 41 seconds each. And he spent 11 minutes and 47 seconds on the ice just in the second period. And then the Sharks had 29 shots attempt for 10 against with him on the ice. And he had two goals, or two goals for rather. So yeah, unbelievable. Um, in against Minnesota, thirty-four minutes on the ice, thirty-four minutes, twelve seconds. I mean, that is insane. Yeah, uh, that that's insane. That's for a thirty-three-year-old. For but anyone, why, but why though? So uh, this is this is my real conception with this Con- conception. I don't think conception is the right word for it. But uh, conception, r- yeah, the con- 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 whatever. We're we're not yeah. a grammar podcast. We're a hockey podcast. <laughs> um, I, I know that he's getting all this time. I mean, if you're getting all this time, you better be scoring that many points and stuff like that. But if he were to get into a different situation, he's 32 years old. He still has four X years on his contract left, and he's not going to continue this pace when he's 34, 35, 36 years old. So uh, for a team who's going to be trading for his contract, where, what what are you planning on happening? You, you get him for a year and a half and then, oh, maybe we can throw him on LTI. Oh, career-ending injury, dang. Which is yeah. feasible considering his uh, injury history. Yeah. But is that really how teams are taking a look at how they're going to make moves in the future. If you're, you're basically going to try and Oscar Clef bomb this guy. Right. You know, that's a really good point uh, to look at. And then, you know, I was thinking this is a team with young players. Why are you not giving them the chance to absorb some of those minutes? And I understand they might not be ready whatnot but you're also one of the worst teams in the league jd i am so sorry if you're listening um i i know that you just you fully accept that your team's bad but why not allow those guys you know a few extra minutes and not have your 33 year old defenseman i just out there of course he's out there to, he's gonna score points so I guess like my I just answered my own question but at what point when like are you still going to have Carlson out there for that many minutes when he falls off well what's your yeah, solution exactly. yeah well exactly if you're not priming the next player if they're yeah. eating up 34 of a possible 60 minutes and you still have to run minutes through five other defensemen and you're sitting there as a young defenseman going yeah i mean look at what's happening with dylan holloway dylan holloway is getting 
five minutes a game play and it's just it, there's no development happening the, right. the, it's hap it happens around the league obviously but now you you get a player who is uh, one of the best on his team while in the league at what he does and again like you said understand why he's, he gets ice time because he does get those points but then what? Eric Carlson leads his team in, in time on ice. And then you have guys like the next highest defenseman. You have Mario Ferraro. And then at fifth, you have Matt Benning. Like, what, the guy who's been in the league for 10 years now? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't get it. Yeah, no, it's. An odd case in San Jose. Jess, there's been a lot of talk around Carlson to wrap up the talk here. What do you think will happen with him? Do you think he gets moved? And what do you think it looks like? I don't know. I don't think that he's going to get moved. I think that if it's not this year, it could be the offseason. But I do have one quick quote from uh, J.D. Young of Locked On Sharks before we move on. I just shot him a message earlier today saying we're going to be talking about the most handsome man in the NHL, Eric Carlson. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to throw in, in terms of what you're seeing for him from him every night? And he says, and I quote, he is the most important player to his team in the NHL, unquote. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. Go tune into locked on sharks to hear more of that case. <sighs> I'm surprised by that. I am surprised by that again. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. I like it. That makes I'm here me think for it. But that's why you listen to Locked On Sharks, Locked On Anything, because you really get your mind going listening to really the real insight that only Locked On experts can provide. Uh, let's move on to another defenseman and a future. Uh, I'm going to call it Hall of Famer. He is 100%. the best defenseman in, that we have seen ever, I think. Uh, we'll talk about Kale McCarr in just a second. But first, today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, they've got it all at Bet Online. And if you were watching any of the World Cup, you probably bet on a Guillermo Ochoa penalty save because, you know, Ochoa is the World Cup goat. Plus, if you love sports podcasts, which if you're listening to this podcast, you probably do, you can find those at Bet Online as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. All righty. Yes. Uh, I, I teed this up already with him being the best defenseman we have ever seen in the NHL. And he's only, what, three years into his NHL career? Kale McCarr has broken another record. Another record? I'm sure he's broken records yeah. before. Uh, he's just an unbelievable talent. What Kale McCarr is and and Jess, what can be said about this guy? <laughs> like that hasn't already been said. There's so much to to be so in awe of this this unbelievable talent. What what what's what do you make of what's going on with Kale McCarr just this season as well? 
he is so good at hockey. Like, whenever someone is really, like, makes what they do look really easy, that's how you know they're really good. And Kale McCarr falls into that category. I think that pretty much everything he does is smooth, effortless. You know, I'm absolutely obsessed with what he brings to the ice. Yeah, it stinks when my team plays against him, but... (laughs) At the same time, you're watching Kale McCarr, the greatest defenseman of our generation and possibly of all time. We'll, we'll, we might dip our toes into that conversation another time. But, you know, he just turned 24 at the end of October and he <laughs> he has already won a cup. He won a uh, college national championship. He's won the Norris. Right. Yeah, he won the Norris. Yeah. Yeah. Last year and the year before. Um, but he is just unbelievable. And he's, uh, from what I've heard from around the league, he is very easy to work with, a very polite human being. And you always love to hear that as well. So, my God, congrats, Kale McCarr. <laughs> Yes, Kale McCarr becomes the fastest NHL defenseman to reach 200 points. We kind of buried the lead there. Oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, no, the fastest to 200 points as a defenseman. And throughout his first 82 games in the NHL, the only guy, he was on the same point per game basis or, or or base i guess or or pace pace is the word i'm looking oh, there for we go. He, he was on the same point per game pace in 82 games in his first 82 games in the nhl as Connor mcdavid <laughs> as a defenseman like right. this is a guy like the, this is what we talk about when we talk about the skill in the nhl and what it really is a shame that the nhl lacks to promote because i don't care if you've never seen hockey before if you appreciate art in itself and you you have Connor mcdavid and kale mccarr playing on the same ice and and you watch kale mccarr play you would almost sit there and go did Connor mcdavid change jerseys and just how fluid he can skate command a hockey game and then at the same time play just as beautifully in his own end and just absolutely the only guy who can genuinely skate stride for stride with Connor McDavid and and shut him down and we saw it in the playoffs last year and what really was the showcase of who this guy is the, the the genuine star and I think probably the second best player in the NHL. And I, I, I say that with my full chest because Kale McCarr can do it all. And and yes, yeah. there's there's a certain guy in Toronto and a guy who's on the second line in Edmonton who might have a little thing to say as well. But Kale McCarr can do everything that those guys can do, but also play defense like nobody we have seen play in the NHL before. That is who Kale McCarr is. Yeah, you know, I think that he is, you know, you talk about the perfect 200-foot player, and, you know, I think we use that in more, uh, you know, defensive forward kind of terms, but when Mm -hmm. it comes to Kale McCarr, he really is the perfect 200-foot player, and there's, there's only so many things you can say about him, but 
he, if you're new to hockey or you're getting into, you know, following other teams or new talents, keep an eye on the Colorado Avalanche and just Kale McCarr. I just, I could watch him play hockey every night. I remember watching him in uh, for the Brooks Bandits and just how he would take over games like it just you knew when he was on the ice and, and you knew he was going to be something in the NHL you, you just you, he had his head on his shoulders and it, he was something else and uh, gladly it has translated over into the NHL game and we see here the fastest defenseman to 200 pl- points in NHL history beautiful fantastic i mean you love to see uh, records broken like that because it shows that there are top talents in the game today. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I know that people kind of get up in arms when you say that, you know, goalies really weren't the best in the 80s and whatever. But, like, compared to now, I feel like, it's a lot harder to score goals and especially, you know, I don't know. I just think goal, goaltending's better. Scoring's better. Hockey's better, but that's just my opinion from somebody who was not alive during supposedly one of the greatest times. So (laughs) what you weren't born in the eighties. Come on. No, I know. Surprisingly. No, I wasn't there to live the glory days. (laughs) And coming up next, we are going to wrap up the show with a little bit of, I guess, trade talk and some uh, maybe predictions, my thoughts. Brett's going to rattle off some fun names. And before we do that, uh, we just want to thank our friends at Simply Safe because today's episode is also brought to you by Simply Safe. Did you know that over the holidays, Property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike nationally. That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off of their award-winning home security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy the advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. And with Simply Safe, they do have a great reputation because they have been named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report for a third year in a row. And in an emergency situation, uh, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusive from Simply Safe. And they use that to capture the critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can have a prioritized police response. Don't miss your chance to save big this holiday season on the only security system that I recommend. Get 50% off of any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com. Excuse me, simplysafe.com slash lockdown NHL. That is simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There is no safe like simply safe. Brett, we talked a little bit about this before the show started, and you said you have some names that you're going to rattle off for me. I think you said all but one or two are uh, Western Conference players. So let's 
Let's do this. I feel like I'm on the hot seat. Yes, you are a little bit on the hot seat. I have a couple of names to throw at you right now. Uh, but I think a big one right now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw a couple of names at you and just really quickly, I will uh, just get whether or not you think they'll get traded and where they think they'll get traded or, or yeah where they'll get traded excuse me so the first name is a name that's been uh, around uh really today a lot and that is Bo Horvat do you think Bo Horvat will get traded and where do you think Bo Horvat will be traded you know it, it's hard to see your captain get traded but uh you know, I would say he does and potentially to a place like Detroit. I wouldn't um, I wouldn't be surprised if they're looking to add to their uh, forward depth and, you know, whatnot and kind of make a little bit of a run at things. So let's do it. I can get behind that. I kind of like that deal. Okay. Next two I'm going to throw out there because these guys have been linked to a, a couple of, I would say, more Western Conference teams as well. But uh, they're on the same team, too. And it's a matter of, I think, whether or not they'll both be traded. And that's Patrick Patrick Kane and uh, Jonathan Taze. See, I think that Patrick Kane would be the one that they move. But okay. I think that they would move him out, out of the conference. I mean, it doesn't matter because it's not like they're a contending team at the moment. But I would say that a place like Buffalo that has some money and can retain, you know, take on a salary. Um, and Jonathan Taves, if, if he does get traded... I wouldn't be shocked if it is, I'm just, uh, Anaheim. Anaheim, interesting, think, really. Yeah, I think that they need, um, you know, I th with all the youth that they have, I think that they could use a good veteran presence. And um, honestly, they could go after Patrick Kane as well, obviously. Um you know, who doesn't love a good goal scorer? And especially when you have zero regulation wins in 19 <laughs> games. So it might be helpful uh, for them to snag a forward that can <laughs> then pot a few goals. And do something. Um, okay. I'm, I have about three more here from the Western Conference. And then I have one very interesting maybe talking point and yes it may have to do with a homer team of one of ours but i think it's a very interesting thing that may turn the season of something but uh we have talked about the san jose sharks a lot let's go to not eric carlson but timo meyer i have seen his name floating around and definitely i think he had a great season last year I'm going to say no, they don't trade him. I think Ooh. that at the end of the day, San Jose doesn't really make any blockbuster trades with any of their players. Ooh, hot take, hot take. Okay, all right. Two more here, both defensemen. First one, you mentioned their team already, John Klingberg. Oh, you know... <laughs> I didn't like this signing in Anaheim for the Ducks, 
I don't know where, you know, could he go to Arizona? You know, they need some defensemen down there. So maybe that's the case if he goes. Okay. All right. And speaking of Arizona, Jacob Chikrin just came off the IR. Everybody's talking about him. Will he get traded this year? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't um, know where that, you know, this is the only one I'm copping out on because I feel like so many place teams could be involved in this trade. And I don't, I can't confidently say it's this one right here, but again, it, it could be anyone. Interesting. That is a cop out, but I, I, I think it's fair enough. I think it's just a coin flip on exactly. who right now. Um, okay. So kind of teased it a little bit here, but the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, oh, wow. I'm talking about. Oh, the no. Right. Here we go. <laughs> Here's the thing. The Edmonton Oilers have been pushed around lately, and we know about what happened with Alex Edler and uh, Connor McDavid recently. And that has really sparked a lot of conversation around the Oilers and whether or not they need some, some toughness and where that's going to come from. Costin has come up for the Oilers and has implemented something, but he won't drop the gloves. Thing is, is when Evander Kane comes back, I have a funny feeling he's not going to want to fight. No. Now, Wayne Simmons is on uh, waivers today. Yes, he is. And it sounds a little cold. I don't think the Oilers are going to take a swing at Wayne Simmons. However, the Edmonton Oilers are currently on an East Coast road trip. and They are going through. They just played in New Jersey. They played the New York Islanders on Wednesday. And then on Friday, they finished the trip with the New York Rangers. The New York Rangers have a player who has played, uh, well, who hasn't played, who has been a healthy scratch for the last five games for the New York Rangers. And is a little bit of a tough guy. And honestly, if the Edmonton Oilers were to come home from the eastern seaboard with Ryan Reeves, there might be a little bit of intrigue in the change of the season for the Oilers. Because the Edmonton Oilers need depth. They need somebody who can protect Connor McDavid. He's not going to play with Connor McDavid or Leon Draisaitl. But you take a look at how New York has been able to play with Panarin, with Zabanajad, with Kreider, with all their stars, with Ryan Reeves on the team, has really changed the momentum of that team and let them go out there and play. 100%. I... Uh have heard from people with close to close ish to the organization that there may be some interest. Maybe some people have spoke about uh a yes, last game in Edmonton. I don't think that would be the return for something like uh, Ryan Reeves. No, but I could see something happening. He's only at a 1.75 cap hit. And that would be easy bump for the Oilers. And I could see the Edmonton Oilers getting that piece that they need up front yeah. to really alter what they're doing this year. Yeah. You know, I think that that would make perfect sense uh, for the Oilers because like you said, Vander Kane's going to come back after having surgery on his wrist and he's probably not going to want to jeopardize his health any further. And with the Vander Kane, you are getting that offensive presence as well as that tough guy. But with Ryan Reeves, I, I don't want to say his only skill because he's obviously 
he's done something right to be in the NHL and to still be on an NHL contract. But, um, you know, he would bring that kind of asset protection. He would bring the ability. He would step up for his teammates without any hesitation. And I think that that is one thing that the Oilers are missing. And honestly, sometimes I think it's what the Flames were missing. I talked about it last night on the show in terms of, you know, the physicality finally boiling over in Philly and how, you know, just seeing uh, Dennis Gilbert, he's had three fights in his last five games, uh, but whatever. Like, you need someone who who isn't afraid to go out there and say, hey, sit your punk butt down. You don't, you don't go after Connor McDavid. You don't, you know, you don't get to ice the goalie. You don't get, you know, you have to be on the lookout for things like that, especially when you're, when you're a contending team. Yeah. I think it makes sense. The thing is too, and we'll wrap up uh, really quickly here, but I, I think the big thing too is, and I think what really irked a lot of people who saw that situation was Darnell Nurse was going after Alex Edler and the referee protected Edler. He protected Edler more than how they protected Connor McDavid, who is a star in the league. If you're going to let your players, your best players in the league, that could be a potentially career altering injury. That's how Bobby Orr got uh, ended his career. Uh, Zach Hyman received the exact same hit from Alex Edler a couple years ago, and he was out for two months. This is a potentially devastating injury to a player who already has knee injuries. And if the refs aren't going to police the game, as I I, I think it was Chris Stewart was saying on on, uh, the panel afterwards, if they're going to keep letting this happen, then fighting is never going to not be a part of the game because yeah. somebody is going to have to police the game if the officials aren't. And if you're Connor McDavid in the Edmonton Oilers, you need that official police right. to go and do that. And I think Ryan Reeves is the best possible guy in the NHL to do that today. Yeah. And you know, I'm not one to be like, Oh, the Oilers need this because, you know, yeah. like I, I don't care for the Oilers. But, like, <laughs> at the end of the day, I think any team, like, it's not – we have this NHL, like, player safety commission, right? Who who are they trying to keep safe? Because yeah. the refs aren't doing it. The linesmen aren't doing it. Suspensions and fines sure as heck aren't doing it. So just let the players do it. Keep it on the ice. Keep it on the ice. Jess, let's wrap it up there. Uh, Some exciting hockey we've been having recently. So much good hockey. And a lot of teams unexpectedly doing well. We are at the quarterly part of the season. So uh, that's why there's a lot of trade talk happening. There's there's, uh, teams starting to settle in. So watch out for the next couple of... uh, weeks here because i think there's going to be a little bit of movement heading into i guess the next thing would probably be well christmas break and then into all-star break i guess so uh there's going to be some very interesting things coming up in the next couple of weeks jess where can the good people of the locked on nhl listeners find you 
Yes. So you can find Locked On Flames on Twitter at LO underscore Flames Pod. And of course, you can find the show wherever you listen to Locked On NHL and over on YouTube. And if you want to follow me, you can follow me at Jess Belmosto. And Brett, go ahead and plug your. I don't even know your LimeWire account. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, you can find me at the real Holden 40. You can also find me on Twitter. I did actually say on Twitter, despite everybody <laughs> leaving there. So uh, yes, it may be archaic, but you can follow me on Twitter at the real Holden 40. You can also follow the uh, show page on Twitter as well at locked on Oilers. They're exactly how it sounds. And if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube yet, what are you doing? We have a lot of fun things going on there at the YouTube too. Uh, that is the uh, Locked On Oilers as well. Just exactly how it sounds. Well, thank you so much, Brett, for joining me in another episode of a Western Conference Takeover Tuesday. And we will see you all next week. And who knows? Ryan Reeves may be an Oiler. We'll see.